0: Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to BuddyGuyRadio.com. You are tuned into the next installment of The Takeover Show. And tonight we have two very, very, very special guests, two living blues legends, two icons in the history of the blues. We have none other than the owner and the CEO of Buddy Guy Radio, Mr. Buddy Guy, is here tonight. We also have his longtime good friend in the blues, Mr. Bobby Rush. And if you remember, recently we did a Bobby Rush Takeover Show a few months ago. But tonight we have the special, special presentation. To have both of them sitting here with us tonight so without further ado i want to say thank you and god bless you both for all your longevity and your creativity in the blues What was the magic moment, buddy, that you first realized you were good enough to make records? Uh, to be honest with you, I had to be told
1: that, you know, I, I didn't, I still don't think I'm good enough, but the audience and people tell you, you're good enough to go, because I was, all of my life, I've been too shy to sing uh, and play until I met the late, great Muddy Waters and those guys, and they told me to drink what back then it was called in the schoolboy scotch which was a bottle of wine because I used to cry before I, I would go out there and try to sing and they told me you start drinking this you quit crying and I've been quit crying
0: ever since. Bobby, how do you got an answer to that.
2: I got into it because uh, as a kid I used to shoot birds and one day I went out and I didn't kill a bird Mama said, well, boy, you ain't getting no bird today. And he me across my head and said, hey, your brother killed more birds than you. I said, well, I got to find something I can do to beat my brother out. So I said, well, let me pack up me a guitar. He can't play a guitar. He can't blow a harp. So I started doing that. So I went to Muddy Waters, and, and uh, Muddy Waters was blowing a harp at the time. He said, I can shoot birds and blow a harp. I said, man, I'm in good shape here now. I can blow a harp shoot marbles and, and kill birds. So I knew right then I wanted to be an entertainer because I was a bird shooter that could be an entertainer. You know? How do you know you know about
1: shooting little bird? Oh, you kidding?
2: <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, Are now, you now, to
1: make a bird trap?
2: Man, let me tell you something. Now, y'all don't know what we're talking about now, listen. Now he started something. We used to have to, you know, it don't snow that much down where we from, from Louisiana. But when it did snow, it get a little cold. We make them bird traps. Yeah. Put some corn in them. Yeah. And we would sit back on the pores out the window. When the <laughs> bird run under there, we pull that string. You didn't. You didn't to make that trigger. Yeah, well, yeah, we had a trigger, but I would, I could make a trigger, put some corn on it, but I didn't have to make the trigger. I would, I, would have, a, I have a, I have have a string run through the window, <laughs> and I would watch it grow up under there. The one time a crow went up under there. And the crow took my uh, took the trap off, man. Big old crow. <laughs> could have been a buzzer, but I thought it was a crow. You
1: know. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah that was. That, well, that was what you called back and while we came up with survival, man. You know, if you right. could get a bird, a rabbit, anything that could go in your mama's pot, mm. they was happy about it because that's what we live by. There wasn't no such thing as McDonald's and. No. Burger King and stuff like that, right. man. You had to go out there and try to find something to so sell. What you unique?
2: got is
0: what you were going to eat that thing. That's right. right. That was dinner. Whatever right. you had.
2: Right. And don't forget the possum. Do you have the possum? Yeah.
0: the potato rum. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know about the porcupine meat. I'm talk about that later.
2: <laughs> you, know, you know, I made a song about uh, porcupine meat, too fat to eat. I played it on the radio today. But you know, I wasn't really talking about uh, my animal at all. I was talking about a woman that you was in love with her. You love her more than she love you. You want to get rid of her, but I was afraid if I got rid of her, another man would come along like Buddy Guy and he would be getting my cookies, you know? I said, I said, well, instead of me throwing her away, I'm out with to keep her, cause it's cheaper to keep her. Buddy knows the song. the cheaper to keep her. But that's pocket by me. Too fat to eat and too lean to throw away.
0: I How about that? Right there, right here in the... In the-
2: let me say i'm bobby rush and i say muddy waters lewis jordan was my biggest influence lewis jordan had a song talking about a monkey and a buzzer with good friends and the monkey convinced the buzzer that he wanted to ride in the air with him so the monkey said i'm your friend let me take a ride with you the buzzard probably said well Okay, I'll let you ride, but I don't really like you. He got him in the air, and he started ducking and ducking and trying to throw him off. So the monkey wrapped his tail around the buzzard's neck and started choking him. And we said, straighten up and fly right and stop all this ziggity's out. (laughs) So I got that from Louis Jersey. So my first record in 1968 was chicken heads. So that's where it come from. That's influenced me, man. How
1: about you, buddy? well uh, you know i just to, uh, uh bob was just reminding me you know that king cole made that made that record up and straight fly up straight up right right, right right yeah yeah i don't yeah. know you know i'm learning something today yeah. you yeah. know i didn't know i didn't know right. about that you know i just know uh king cole made it straighten up and fly right, right and yeah. i just thought maybe the buzzer was flying around his neck you know? <laughs> yeah so no i i uh It it took my parents a long time to get a radio, and we didn't have no running water, no electricity or nothing like that, and they finally got on battery radio, and you would hear uh, Arthur Crutter and uh, uh, Lionel Johnson, and uh, I stopped saying, man, what the world is this? You know, uh, I like what I'm listening to, you know, and then all of a sudden, I up pop lightning and hot because radio stations back then played everything gospel and blues we didn't have all these different types of music we have today rock hard rock soft rock and all that you just had a a radio station that's played whatever they thought was good. And I wish we could, that's why we got the station here. Yeah, I wanted right, to get yeah, it back. Yeah, yeah. Just like that. Just play everybody's music, exactly. not just one person. We had that conversation with you sitting right in that very chair. Right. That's right. exactly right. I, I like old times better than I do the new times because it leads back to what's happening today. People look like it was more friendlier back then that they are not, there well, wasn't no such a thing as driving down the expressway and getting a shot at, don't even know anybody. Right. You used to could thumb your way from here to Louisiana and somebody would pick you up and be glad to have you for company to talking to you. Now if you thumb and get in the car, they take the that. Right. <laughs> that's
2: right, the that's right. No, you that's
1: right. You'd you be sorry, you'd be sorry They pick you
2: up. Let, let me say, let me say to you, buddy, and say to you, our host, thank you for having foresight to see how badly we need a radio station like this because the blues is something people count it as something less than something else other music for you to have a insight I want to see this go someplace because the blues man if we don't have a station like your station people with your vision if we don't hurry up and put a halt to uh, this situation about it It's going to be like dinosaurs in a minute. Won't be no place to play it. We hardly have just a few people playing it now. And and the blues is the music. It's the root of all music. I said openly, it's the mother of all music. If you don't like the blues, you probably don't like your mama. Yeah. And
1: did you know what Muddy Waters said? You know, the blues had a baby. (laughs) And they named it Rock and Roll. <laughs> you know, yeah. and I, I, I that always rattled with me because the old guys could say something man, like your old grandmama and grandfather they could tell you something and they passed on before I got old enough to realize it, so I could thank them for telling me that because they knew something that we didn't know when we was children because they could speak of something coming later on in the day like this virus we got now and all these different things Yeah, they used to tell you about that you know, there's prepare yourself for what's going on but like i said with me and bobby we fighting like hell to keep with with this radio station trying to keep the blues alive Mm -hmm. and whatever i can do as long as i'm here i was brought up with the blues the rest of the stuff was based on the blues some people don't want to admit that but uh, everything you hear now when the british start playing the music and turn the amplifiers up and that Jimi Hendrix and all of them, you couldn't hear yourself when you was in that room. Uh, all that come from blues, because our first time I yeah. met Jimi Hendrix, the Stones, and uh, whoever the super guy is, they come and say, yeah. we got a lick from you. But they did, they, they advanced it beyond the acoustic guitar and the electric guitar. That's, just, that's the way right. music kept going. Right, Because right. Arthur Kruner I think he might have played electric guitar before he passed, but Lightning Hopkins
0: and all those guys like that were playing acoustic music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, I mean, when I think about the blues and how much of it you guys have seen and experienced in your lifetime, it's, uh, I feel minuscule. I feel like a grain of sand on the beach next to that. And, uh
4: Like and then name the baby rock and roll. Clippersmith mm-hmm. said it. You know the blues got song?
2: For me personally, it chose me. It chose okay. me, okay. because blues is all I knew. It's all I desired to do, and frankly, it's all I know how to do. Because whatever I do is about the blues. It's about the lick. It's about the song. It's about the story. It's about the thought of. Because everything I sing is not, it's not something I experienced in life. It's something I thought about in life. Because I had some ups and downs, some good, some bad. Because. Buddy and I can uh, relate to this. When we was kids coming out on the weekend, just because we go to the Blues joint, that wasn't always sad time. That was good time. I didn't say we didn't say have some bad time and some ups and downs, but, man, we worked all day in them cotton fields and, and plowing the mule and what have you. On the weekend, you were glad to be free of that so you could have some fun. Only sad part about it, after the weekend on a Sunday night about 8 or 9 o'clock, when it's time to go to work the next day now you're sad again because now it's monday morning right you, you right. you're sad again right you know yeah man so uh, we both from louisiana man i think there's a lot of things that i i regret what well, the most thing i regret in my life and i said openly i think i told buddy a Liz that that we both from louisiana and i didn't really get to nobody on a personal base till we was Old men, what's the old man? Older men. Yeah, we're from the same area. When we were so far back in the woods we couldn't walk to see each other no way, you know. But where we come, <laughs> yeah. from, unless man. you had a
1: horse, Let's yeah, yeah, yeah. A, horse. a horse or a mule
2: could a take you a there. A horse or a mule, man, would take you there, you know. Yeah, I had a mule named Rowdy, two, and one named Jerry Jake. His name please. <laughs> I don't know
1: what your mule was named, Fanny. Well, we, we, we didn't. My didn't. My, my parents didn't own a mule, but the guy would, on the shell would give you a mule, and that mule was named Old George. <laughs> 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 old George.
2: You still remember? Yeah. You still yeah. remember his name? Yeah. Moment well, of silence know. for how Old George.
1: Could, how could you forget that, you know? Uh, old George. Things like that,
2: you don't uh-huh. forget, about. Yeah, Old well, Jake remember,
1: and Jim. I remember, you know, you had to get up early in the morning. and He was standing with them big ears. Yeah. And I felt sorry for him sometimes because <laughs> he come home with his head
2: down after he'd pull that plow all day. Uh-huh. And I said, no, I can't talk to you because you won't
1: hear me, but I feel as tired as you do, so let's... Let's
2: let's cool make it like that the, the next day. Yeah, one day break. Yeah, well, my daddy would, had two mules, but through the week, he said, boy, go out not and catch, catch your mule. On the weekend, he would said, don't plow don't plow my mule so hard. It's his mule yeah. yeah. On the Monday morning, it's my mule.
5: Yeah.
1: On the weekend it hits me. It? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Go, don't you hit my mew. Yeah. Yeah. Don't hit my mule.
1: Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. My baby called the
3: lady.
4: Me with a mule to ride Yeah, my baby caught the cave She left me with a mute to ride Well, my baby caught the cave She left me with a mule to ride Now when the train left the station I swung on behind I'm still crazy about that Oh yeah, my baby, she's tall My baby, she's long And my baby, she's tall Well, my baby, she's long And my baby's tall She sleep with her head in the kitchen And her big feet in the hall But I'm still crazy about that big I love my baby. She's so fine. I wish she would come to see me all the time. She do not believe I love her.
6: Look what a hole I'm in. You don't believe I'm saying.
4: Júlio
0: In the farm, doing your thing uh, before you came to Chicago, became a bluesman. And for you too, Bobby, what was like? What was life like back then for you guys? If you can share that.
1: Well, to be honest with you, it was just what everybody else was doing. You know, we wasn't uh, should I say advanced as we are today with all your technology and different mm-hmm. stuff like that. was everything was done by by hand. When I first got old enough to drive a tractor it was exhaust sitting in front of your face and that's why i see people here when we get a temperature and it's summertime here and 90, 95. some people say they died for it heat yeah, right mm. i'm saying yeah. now how did my parents and we survived that heat and we didn't Off have the, no air the, conditioning the no, there's something wrong true. with that you it's know not the doors or the
0: windows open
1: the only only shade i had in that field was a big straw hat and that and we used to press by our sweat so much Salt would be around the rims oh, sure. of that hat, man. Well, we'd be out there. If we wasn't following the mule, we were chopping cotton with a hole. We didn't have the chemicals on, you throw on the ground now and kill the grass and don't kill the cotton or the corn. So, you know, I'm looking back at that like that and the day we live now, um, my mother used to grow a tomato, and you could go to the field, it was like a piece of cotton was so soft. Now you can buy a tomato in the store and play baseball with it for five minutes, and it ain't gonna break. Mm-hmm. How them tomatoes yeah. we grow, you couldn't throw it like that. If I oh. throw it to you, it would bust right in your hand. That's just how soft and mm-hmm. delicious it was. Now, whatever they putting in that ground to keep that grass from growing, but mm-hmm. making the tomato grow, it's, it's got to be deal. coming to you. Mm-hmm
2: you got to be going in your body some kind of way. Yes, exactly. Hey, baby, where you going with that short dress on you got? See, don't don't put that on, baby. You know, that dress is much too short for you. Uh, you going to put it on anyway? Well, when you put that on, baby, it look like a hoochie mama. You see my friend, BB King, Tyrone Davis, my Blue man. Milton, Johnny Taylor, and old buddy Guy be winking at you. Uh, if you won't put that on, baby, if you want to be a hoochie mama, then I can be a hoochie man. I got a girl I love so much, but I think she think I'm out of touch. We've been together for such a long time. I think she got a younger man on her mind.
1: What I like about them, you know, I've had um, a few producers in my in my career, mm-hmm. and even when the late Willie Dixon was at Chess, everybody wanted a piece of the pie. So if you had a song, you felt pretty good. You had wrote about it, they wanted to change that. Mm-hmm. I remember once I was in the studio, Chess studio, doing a. a The name of it, but anyway, Leonard Chess walked in and said, That don't sound like right for Buddy, that's for Muddy Waters. And this, they would do sessions then early in the morning. Yeah, yeah. And he would call Muddy on the phone, and Muddy walks in about 35 minutes later and said, Get Muddy, let Muddy sing. And Muddy looked at me and said, Sit down and play. And I always didn't listen to him, you know, I said, Well, this is my session, mm-hmm. but it turned out to be Muddy Waters' recording. <laughs> And then I say I get you a song, okay. but that's for money. So, and I loved them so much I couldn't say I don't. I don't know how to say no to Bobby, Rush, yeah. or Walter, none of them man because you listen to other people. I don't right. read music. I, I I learned mine by listening to other people. That's
2: incredible. Same really same amazing. thing here. Same thing with yeah. me. You know, uh, you learn by trials and errors and mistake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I made a lot of mistakes in my life. But the mistake i made in life i think what i made the mistake doing i'll do it again because when i did what i did i did the best thing i thought i could do at the time i did it mm-hmm. sure you know, even if it come out wrong right but i thought i right. was right when i did the fine. best, best it's my best wow. yeah. you know i just have my best shot you know that's called life that's mm-hmm. that's my life and i say that to you because i'm sitting here with buddy now we spent a lot of time as young men going out of separate wave and knowing not not knowing he from louisiana he didn't know i from Louisiana. and right, 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 we're right. walking this with each other and yeah. didn't did not know it but now i try to come to buddy every time i get a chance to do things with and for him now and this this is my promise to him if we, Wherever whatever he turned the rest of his life or my life i'm gonna be there and i just walked up tonight and told him said, listen buddy i love you and you can't do nothing about it and I hate I, you know, I tell people from my audience, excuse me for cutting you off, every
1: night I'm on the stage, that's exactly what I tell the audience, I say, I love you, and you can't stop me and don't even try. Right. You know, because if the whole world would look at it like that, do you know, we're living in a world that we all need something.
3: That's it's right. It's just
1: like mm-hmm. the price of gas now. That's mm-hmm. right. Now those people who pumping that oil and right. stuff, they probably ain't even got no food. Mm-hmm. Now all so. you got to do is sit down and say, "I need your oil, and you need my corn That's and my right. food." That's Let's right. just share this and make a, a beautiful world for everybody.
2: Nobody want to come together. Why right. would you
1: have a nuclear weapon and you can't control it? That's right. I mean, That's right. dumb as dumb I am, I know yeah, that. Yeah, right, so now, right. why would you want to destroy the world? What do you gain if you destroy the world? Nothing. You know. That's what I'm saying and all these people got more now. I don't have a high school education and I see that in these big leaders sitting back there saying I'm gonna send a Senator rocket out and experience this nuclear one so I can I guess blow up the world if I get ready because I was in Australia and watching they was interviewing one of them guys on one of them nuclear ships and he said well you know everybody got uh, uh, some kind of uh, nuclear power so what happened he said before we let anything happen we'll blow up the globe so this don't make sense to me. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm just saying, mm-hmm. sure. if we, the whole world would just come and say, man, I'm not going to harm you. If you don't harm me, let's get rid of all of the, this, this nuclear shit. Sure. I remember, then I, yep. I shut my mouth. Several years ago, they would sank some kind of gas in the ocean and you stained. And it's down there now. Because they didn't have no right. way to get rid of it. Right. They're still there. They're still there. Now, a hundred years from now, we won't be here. Some guy might go down and think it's money. Right. See, I'm gonna open Old this That's it. That's it. it. That's it. And that's the world we live in right now. Everybody wants you to be what they want you to be, but nobody wants you to be what you want you to be. Mm-hmm. And on
2: their terms. So yeah. Exactly.
1: Even though I know we got some people that should be chest a little bit maybe yeah. it maybe be me. But let's just say I don't want to kill everybody just because I'm angry at you. You know? Right. And I don't know what's wrong with the world with that. Now all the countries you go sit down and say, Are we dumbest? Are we as wise? Are we uh 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 are we looking at you and I got oil and you got the grain and I need your oil and you need my grain. What are we fighting for? That's
2: right. Got them to swap out.
1: Yeah. Like when I go cook a gum for now and say, Bob if you got the, if you got the shrimp. I got the crawfish, that's let's right. put it in the pot together
2: and put right. it and go eat, you know, yeah. and that's why we're looking See, at that, that, that See, yeah. that makes a whole lot of sense. Some him saying this because you get this on the air because what happened to this world about our uh, Bobby buddy guy? I'm just speaking about us, there's a lot of other people too, but we, we have done the interview. We not, may not be as educated as a lot of other people, that don't mean you're not smart. We didn't have a chance to get the education. You see, cause God had given me a gift and give you a gift because I'm smart enough to know that I don't know anything. Mm -hmm. Cause when a man tell what he know, he won't talk long cause man don't know nothing.
1: Die because uh, this is Buddy Guy Radio, and I'm trying to keep the blues alive for you. Well, the number one, the first thing I ever learned how to play by myself in the country was Boogie Chillin' by John Lee Hooker. And of course, then that came Muddy Waters, and uh, I think him and BB came out at the same time, and things like uh, uh, Can't Be Satisfied by Muddy Waters, and of course, when BB came, Made three o'clock in the morning. I cursed him out because I used to could buy a guitar very cheap. But after he made three o'clock in the morning, I had to go to work and buy my guitar on time. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Amém And That's where the men hang out at.
2: Buddy, I my is off to you about a lot of things. First thing is about this club that you employing a lot of people, including myself. You can't be no dummy and run a club like this. You can't be no crazy man and run a club like this. You gotta have some sense of direction by business itself. And you also have to know people who work it for you or run it for you. Because as a as a businessman, in my business, you manager people work for you, your drivers, musicians, everybody still steal you as long as they know you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> when you know what you're doing, right, right. you can stop a lot of things. You can't stop everything. That's a lot of things. You can keep it from falling on you. Right. Because anything happened to me, anything that happened to me in this life, I have to blame myself. Because I'm not a savage of a lot of things in this world to do for myself. But I know somebody who could do it for me am I smart enough to know the things I cannot do what I do buddy is try to work hard on the things I cannot do cause the things I can do would take care of self.
1: you remind me you know when I opened my first club I had a liquor sale he came in and he set the bar and the girl was setting the bar kind of slow and he looked at her and he says, uh, ring it up. He give a hundred dollar bill. or something. This might be something He said, ring it up. Say, because I, I know you're gonna steal, but leave Buddy something.
2: I like that, I like that. There you go. I like
0: that.
4: I just can't keep on crying Yeah, I know my little baby She gon' jump and shout
0: Gentlemen, together,
2: ever considered doing a collaborative album together? I'm glad you mentioned that. I thought about that for the last three or four years, Holly. Mm-hmm. This is something I had never told, buddy. Mm-hmm. It's always been under my mind for the last four or five years. Now, okay. not a long time. But I said to you now, I would love to do this because, first of all, from the same hometown,
3: Great.
2: for love and respect I have for Buddy, I think it's the same. We made have been an old man getting here But I'm telling you now When I look in his eye He look in my eye mm-hmm. That's some love between the two brothers here yeah. This ain't got nothing to do with I ain't talking about no money thing no, I'm, I'm talking not. about the love between two guys yeah. And, and, and it, may, it ain't too late to do it Because it wasn't too late for Moses To have a baby yeah. <laughs> It ain't too late I to ain't. do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, know, you follow me? I or Abraham know. or what have you yeah, yeah. yeah, But But it ain't too late to do it so I'm hoping, but I have a project, he have a song that he was doing and I got in my car. So my wife told me, he said, what you gonna do? I got something to drive to you Nashville. She said, you gonna drive to Nashville? I said, yeah, my, my buddy going on, want something done. So when I got up, his producer, uh, Tom me he said, what I owe you for this? I said, this is my buddy. So he asked me again. I know we didn't get you show. So what owe you for this? is for buddy. He said, well, we can't pay you for this, so you sure can't. You can't pay me for this. Right. I right, sure. Got my hotel. Excuse me. Got in my car and drove home. Right. Ain't no about no money issue with uh, this. With I'm here, I'm here tonight. With respect. Right. Got my band to pay off. Come on. This ain't about no money issue. Now how would this come back? I was at the awards. In in Memphis, Tennessee, about five years ago. We spoke and I think a name came up about Tyrone Davis or somebody else. Everybody come to him always wants some money from buddy. Oh, yeah. I don't want his money. I want his I got one what I got at his friendship. This ain't no money. And I would call him and say, hey buddy, you alright, you need anything? That's the kind of guy I am. If he don't believe I mean that, just ask me. It ain't about that It
3: ain't
2: about that yeah. This process is what we have here Because listen, we ain't going to be here forever no. but, but this little time We're no. here But and I going to sew this thing up Because we've been around too long With people who said they were with us And really wasn't with us Yeah. Right I mean that's, they said it with you, But they really weren't with
1: you That's the education everybody needs when you stay around long enough to find out the ones that That's said right. they was with you, they ain't with you. That's right. That's the learning we got. That's, That's what right. makes us sing blue. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> that is the blue. <laughs>
4: that dropped there that night when I got there I said, yeah, people they were really having a ball yes, I know Okay, Chiller mom and Papa talking. I heard Papa tell Mama, Let that boy boogie boogie. It's in him and he got to come out. And I felt so good went on boogie just the same.
2: Cross paths. 57, when, I, when, when you come to down. You said earlier, 57. Yeah, well, I 50, to but I didn't, okay. but we okay. wasn't buddy, buddy. Because I was doing what I need to do, what I had thought I had to do on the side of the fence. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I was this guy who, in the little R&B thing, and, and I saw, man, I got this little funk thing going. I'm not going to the side side with them, with, with Junior Webb and them, man man. I'm at Walden's corner. I got a town. Be, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Listen, listen. listen. This ain't never been told, now, right? I ain't going over there. I don't go to Teresa's now, not knowing that is a stepping stone to where y'all now. Right yeah. now, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You follow me? Oh, absolutely. played
1: yeah, the seven on eight club. Yes, man. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. Are you yeah, kidding me noticed? Well, my mother and
1: wife. Yeah,
0: man. Please. I want that. I couldn't imagine that. That was incredible.
1: Oh, yeah, man. Do you know, uh, uh the Fort Tim Tillman lost it, they, 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 that building is still there? It's still there? Uh-huh, it was actually when I opened my club there. But, you know, I don't bite my tongue. In the black neighborhoods, you ain't gonna, it ain't gonna work no more. Cause they, you know, there's so much violence right now. It almost don't come down here where I'm at now, you know? <laughs> and, uh, whatever you do right now, man, it's, 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 uh, it's like, uh, I'm gonna break Vegas, and you not gonna break oh, yeah, Vegas. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, know. If, yeah, they, if, right. if, if, if they wouldn't be in business if you could break Vegas, they right. got that fixed. They are gonna let you win a dollar, but they gonna win a hundred thousand. Right,
2: right. Yeah, you yeah. no way. wait. That's right. How you yeah. get around?
1: Like I say, clubs used to could make a living before they, the drugs, others, and whiskey was out there because you mm-hmm. had to drink whiskey, beer, and wine. Otherwise, now. You'll find a, a bunch of young people coming in by one pitcher of beer now, and they'll tell you, I'm already high. So I don't want no whiskey because the whiskey tell me kills the high for the, whatever they're using. So you can't make the money you did 50 years ago because they were constantly used to see half a pint on the bar like them mm-hmm. like that water there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was just straight whiskey. They'll just buy you whiskey then, man, Imagine. and you could. You could ring it up. Right. Now you don't ring up that much. If it wasn't for the cover charge down there now. I don't know how how could justify it. How could you, fa- you find good right. it? That's right. what keeps you going is the cover charge because you don't make much money off of selling whiskey no more. No. Because no. they got that DUI? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And now the police have got a little better, but the police used to sit out there and wait until yeah. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you close a mm-hmm. bar on the south or the mm-hmm. west side just to pull you over, because mm-hmm. back then they was taking the money, Right,
2: okay. yeah. right. I can't
1: tell you. Yeah,
2: I, I, know. I was a young
1: man and I had this young girl, and I didn't have but three dollars and the whole motel was two. Yeah. So I had the girl ready to go to the motel and I pulled out for the blue flame on yeah, Night yeah, Street. Yeah. And I was jammed so I pulled out. And the police put the light on me, as so I pulled out. I said, what did I do, officer? You stepped on that center line. I said, well, I couldn't have got out the parking plate. play. He <laughs> said, I ain't got nothing to do with that. I say said, now, pull over there. I pull over there, and he said, who's that in your car? I said, that's a girl. and she got the money? I said, I don't know. And he kept talking. I said, man, I got $2. He said, I take the $2, but my partner ain't gonna like that because he's gonna want 2 <laughs> <laughs> You know that's the truth. He <laughs> said, whoever she is, go see if she got a dollar and then I'm we'll gonna let you go. I just, want two dollars too. I just throw it up my hand and went and oh, got the change and made up the $2, man. And then went home, took the girl, dropped it off because I couldn't pay for the motel, oh, no, so no, I no, just no. said, let me take you on home and go home. <laughs> Last but not least, you know, Lake Park used to be a one-way yeah, street on 47th street. Yeah. street. And I was living 4625 Lake Park. And I'm walking, I had to drive the bus, I didn't even have a car. And I'm riding the police, this guy coming down this one-way street. And the police pulled him over. And I'm standing there, you know, the guy was pretty high. And the police said, "Why you going, man?" And he said, "Officer, I don't know, but whatever I'm going, is all over because everybody it that way." <laughs> 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 Look, man. Oh, man. Look, man. I can tell y'all
5: something. Man, you ain't
1: gonna believe it. And do You know what? When they found out he had a few bucks in his pocket, the ULA would take his jail because they had little jails on damn near every yeah, but back there. Right. They, yeah,
2: they, gently, I'm gently
1: yeah, they found out that he had $20 or $30 They told him to park the car And they took him home <laughs> Now my father-in-law These my daughters down there mm-hmm. Grandfather Yeah, mm-hmm. He had a little settlement And he had not learned how to drive With a damn bar he? <laughs> And y'all he, he got in this Chevy oh, man. And that was a detective station On 57 in Cottage mm-hmm. Right by the cottage he hit the detective's car and tore all the doors off. And man, the the detectives was ready then, you know, and he was there. He was drunk as hell. He told them, I, I just had, I just, I just got a settlement. They say you got what? Exactly. <laughs> Look at your Bobby. They brought him home. I still own the bill. In 72nd, they brought him home, brought the red car, put it in the air and said, you ain't hit nobody. Yes, hit me
0: Of your longevity is being in the in the in the industry as long as you have and all the music you have created. What do you attribute it to? I mean, we're not talking about the pandemic. We're not going to waste two minutes talking about that. What do you guys think it
2: is? I'll let Buddy answer first. I can tell you about what I think it is. Uh, I think
0: it is uh, right now.
1: I don't have to be right. I think it's the the. The fact that him and I are just about the last 2 87-year-old senior citizens that mm-hmm. is still playing some of that traditional blues was taught to us by the ones who are no longer with us no more. Now that might have a lot to do with it. I don't have to be right, but that's what I was looking at. Because mm-hmm. when I, uh, I've been out for almost two years and I went out and all the shows were sold out. I said, and I don't have a new record. I said, I come home selling our shows, making extra money? For beyond my my, my guarantee. Mm-hmm. I say something and then I think to myself I say you know me and Bobby Biden might be the last of your old senior citizen and people who knows about the blues say I better go see these guys because they're still mm-hmm. playing it and this might be the answer you're giving me but I don't have to be right with that.
2: Mm-hmm. I, th- I, think he, I think he's right. I think people you're good at what you do and I think Personally, as a blues singer but a biblical study, I think I'm just I'm personal. I'm just blessed.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It's a blessing for me to nobody as a friend, come to be a better friend as the time went by. And plus we at a point this <clears throat> and most of the time I'm getting I'm trying to easy with this quote But what I do on the stage and what buddy do on the stage he may not say that, but I'm good at what I do. That, but you ain't, See, being you know, being good at what you do, you got to be good. These young people who have to come up, you got to be good at what you do, man. True. You may not like a Barbara Rush show, but you can respect it from good. You say, I don't like Bobby Rush, but damn, he good. That's all that matters. But you good at what you do. I don't care, but if if you like me, you're a Mr. Spring, right. but but you're good at what you do. You're entertaining. This is not this is not about a yeah. guitar business. This is about entertainment business. Right. Yeah, it's right. not about a harmonica business, a singing business. This is entertainment. We entertain people, man. Yeah,
1: oh,
2: and that's what it's about. Yeah, people miss the point of what what this is about.
0: Exactly, exactly.
2: And that's what it's about. Yeah, But and I can walk on the bench, and I don't have to. And we can entertain you for two hours just talking to each other on the best thing. People laugh about what we said to each other. Right. It's entertainment.
1: And I look at it, excuse me, because
2: I, look at it I see
1: guitar players, I'm like saying, man, I, how come I don't know that? I'm watching this yeah. guitar player. Yeah. I'm watching this guy sing. And I'm like, I wish my voice was like that. Yeah. And they say, buddy guy. And the people are like saying, oh. You know, they done forgot this guy with all this great guitar mm-hmm. and, and, and his voice. And I'm like saying, what have I got that this guy didn't make these people forget about? But Buddy Guy,
2: I don't want to see Guy. You have an entertainer. You're an entertainer. This That's right. the business, right.
1: right? That I found out is better than Buddy. They're not looking at it like that. And sometimes I ask people that. I say, I look at people's face. Sometimes i be playing my guitar. And I look out there. I say to myself, You might not like me, but when you go home, you're gonna say. He gave me the best. He gave me everything he had, and that's that's, that's, what, that's what keeps me going. Mm-hmm.
2: Because you got to give the best you got, whatever you got, and that's what I've been doing all of my life. Amen. But you what know, I'm, I want to add to what he's saying. Yeah. and i been saying, when I look at you and I come to you tonight, this is hope for me. Yeah. Because beyond me and you, buddy, there ain't too many give us hope. I know. You follow me? Yeah. I just truth now. Yeah. I'm be concerned about him like he be concerned about me. I don't yeah. want to keep calling him all the time. They I ain't calling it because I'm uh, because right. I want to just talk. I'm concerned about him because he's my hope. Yeah. But when, when when Buddy and I ain't here no more, this gonna be a space here, man. It's gonna be a
1: space. Right. See, See, 'cause I, you know all the young people this guy include me and him. You, we were looking at the ones who was doing. It and say, man, I like that, I want to do that. Now they're keeping it from these young people, unless you just, some of these kids might dig it up. Some of the white parents have been doing it more than the blacks. Mm-hmm. will go back and say, I know who Arthur Porter was, cause my dad done told me about it. But if you look for them to be playing that on the radio, a little richer than it, the, they ain't playing none of that sure no so
2: white. You, right. you ain't How you going to get it?
1: How you going to get it? How are you going to influence a young 10 year old boy about B.B. King? Because they are not to play him anymore unless you got this radio station and right. a the satellite. Right. Them big ass stations don't play nobody no. but Madonna.
2: i leave you alone. Madonna and all these people don't need to be. But, but you're yeah. right. I'm, that's what I'm afraid about. When yeah. you and I are here, what is, what, it's going to be a space here, man. Yeah.
6: you baby The moon. I just, I just did it.
0: To each
2: that nobody knows. Well, I can tell you about what Buddy said to me about three or four years ago is always stay with me. And I tell it in a lot of interviews. I told it a couple weeks ago, I was talking in an interview, when he told me sitting right here in this building that he really had the building open because was a lot of musicians didn't have any place to work. He wanted to keep the place open to get them men something to do. Now, the public don't know that because people think he in this business running this club just for the money yeah and it ain't just for the money it's for the people who plays the blues and keep people alive and give people a chance to have a place to play mm-hmm. because right. a lot of time and he didn't say this out of his mouth but i can read through the conversation a lot of time when he get through paying his bill paying the people that work here everybody make money but but buddy guy right. and i know it i, I know it how i feel you know because i got a uh, nine peoples on the road with me. Five will make ten, and a lot of time I wanted to say, man, because I got ten peoples and nine too many.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: but that's the way I feel sometimes. But sure, but sure. but you got to keep things going. So when I come here to do something for Buddy, and I promise him, and I promise him, the long as I live. I would always come. It's not about the money issue, it's about the friendship that we made and I want to see him survive because he's always trying to do things for the one who can't do for themselves. Sir.
1: Well, you know, to be honest with you, as a, as a traveling musician, I, you know, I opened my first blues club in August 1972 down on the south side. Yep. And I saw what was coming. A lot of blues players, and my mom used to call us, you got to crawl before you walk. Yeah. When Buddy Guy or Bobby Rush first started off, they didn't call us to these big outdoor theaters right now. You got to make a name for yourself before you be called in there. Now Bobby can go do New Orleans Jazz Festival and say, I'm gonna bring this kid, or I can bring this kid, but this kid will never be called unless one of us know him and call him in there like that. And blues clubs is the one while you're crawling before you walk. Right, when you right. walk in there, I was driving a tow truck and under the truck, greasing a car, and this guy came to me and said, you know you can lose a, a finger. I said, but I'm not gonna rob and steal. He said, but I can uh, make sure you get the same salary you make here if you come go out on the road. That's when the whites started listening to blues in the late 50s or maybe okay. early 60s. Okay. Okay. So I said, I'm gonna do something about that. If I ever get a dollar in my hand, I'm gonna open a club. I'm not gonna let it club. Now we've been almost closed for this club two years. And I couldn't say, forget it. You know, because I, my staff wasn't making no money. I wasn't making no money off it. And you can count the blues clubs throughout the world. And I said, I'm going to the bank in the morning. Before the drugs came, other than whiskey, you could make a book. Because I used to get ready to open my club and there'd be a line of people standing out there Wait until I opened the door to show you how funny it was, the old railroad guys and steel mill guys would look at me before opening time, because it's a law, you can't open until, what, seven or whatever it was. <laughs> they would say, buddy, put five half a pints in the garbage and drop it in <laughs> the, yeah. can, the garbage can behind. And I did half a pint after I opened one, but a dollar and 30 cents. And they was giving me $3. To put it in that garbage before before opening time to go drop it in the garbage can and they would go get it out of the garbage can and go back So to you the boot- would
2: legalize a bootlegging. Bootlegging. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and they were thinking by the time I got ready to open I didn't have no because all of them was drunk then. <laughs> <laughs> and thus the song Whiskey
0: for Sale was created. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, man. Good old time, bro. Just
0: like a ham and a nail. I'll be high. Don't that make you feel good? Dennis, now? What do you feel is the best song or album that you've ever released and why?
1: Well, I, I got to go with the the biggest sell I ever had, was Damn Right I Got the Blues, and I wrote it. Mm-hmm. And I did it in London. And I never dreamed of that. And when they came back and say, you got a gold record in France, you got one in, well, you know, all countries give you their own gold. Mm-hmm. So many, because actually I found that in New Zealand, you don't have to sell that many.
0: There you go. Nobody
1: needs to know that. I don't, <laughs> I don't think you have to sell a hundred thousand in New Zealand to get a gold record. So they told me. I think they told me. I don't forgot what it was. was say, well, uh, you about sixty album from a gold record. I said, give me the sixty and move we'll on. <laughs> but it made it uh, damn right. I got uh, got the blues made a gold record. Yeah, and I, I got to give that credit for that. Because when I was doing the session, everybody was, including Willie Dixon, everybody was sending songs, and it was giving me everybody the songs. So the producer asked me, he said, do you have anything? I said, you damn right. He said, that's it. That's the name of the album. That's, he, I didn't even explain it to him. I just started singing Damn Right I Got the Blues, and that was the title of the album.
0: What an iconic song, and what an iconic album, dating back to 31 years, not right, 1999.
1: 91 91. I forget what year but somewhere around
0: that
2: time, Frank. It's, it's gotta be, yeah cuz I went there eighty nine or ninety. Okay. Yeah. Bobby, how about but, you? But but but, but chicken here definitely was my biggest seller, what biggest seller at the time as an as an L P, but the single was my biggest that was Sue. But I said yeah, that because, yeah. because because I said that because I had about four or five records that did with went gold for me. But but at that time I hadn't crossed over to a white audience, just with right, the black right. audience. Yeah. You know. And I want to say, too, while we're talking about that, this is his 50 some odd years now of Chicken Head. I was just going to so mention that. So this, this week, Chicken Head's out again. And Buddy blessed me by being a part of that. You yeah, know, so in the, the government muse, yeah. and the Kingfish, who's a beautiful guy. He's, he helped so much and right. done what he's done in his career. Right. And, uh, and be honest with you, I can say it now. We underestimated it. As of the day at one o'clock, is sold completely out. How about that? Mm -hmm. I can't beat that with a hammer and nail. Not, not (laughs) with a hammer. You can can throw the nail away; and still can't beat
0: it. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, fifty years coming up this week, right? Yeah,
2: just coming this week. Nice. The pre-orders sold out. Mm. Daddy told me on his dying. Give up your heart, but don't you lose your head. You come along, girl. What did I do? I lost my heart and my head went too. Little girl, little girl, you showed. chicken say me to race Rice, Soul is the Sound, Chicago, that's the town, Buddy Guy Station, really lays it down, love that Buddy Guy, but I love them chicken heads too.
0: Um, if you guys had become musicians, what would you be doing today?
1: <laughs> I say like my father told me, whatever you do, buddy, now he didn't just tell me this, he did, it was five of us, he told all his children, whatever you do. Be the best in town i said it earlier just be the best to come around he said if you're going to be a tractor driver be, try to be the best tell the best come around okay. if you're going to be a truck driver a bus driver whatever it is be your best mm-hmm. and whatever you do be your best and bob and i came up that right. same way right. and uh like i said right now when i go down and listen to him right now i'm like saying do it to him bobby you know because uh, at our age, there's only a couple of us left up in the 80s, man. Who still can see one of these young kids? I get mail from kids seven, eight, nine, ten years old. And I don't know if you know, but a uh, Quinn Sullivan and a uh, mm-hmm. uh, Kingfish. Mm-hmm. I saw a Kingfish in Mississippi. I saw a Quinn in Massachusetts. And I looked at him. I said, "Well, don't nobody know you, but I'm gonna try to let somebody know you." So I took Quinn. Eric Clapton show in New York. And first thing, he looked at me and said, who's that? I said, wait till you hear.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And soon, Quinn had known him and Jimmy Page and... Uh, 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 Eric? Eric? Well, Eric is the one actor right. who was. And I said, uh, just wait till you hear him. And the first right. time, soon, the boy hit a couple notes. He said, why in the hell did you find him? And I <laughs> said, he was there like a lot of other people need to find, find find people like that." because you got quite a few young people, got talented out there, but when we had the big AM station, you used to make a tape and take it to that disc jockey and he could play it. Now a disc jockey, but we gonna do it. You can, a disc jockey now have to go to a program director. And I don't need, I'm the program director. If you bring somebody there at seven or eight years old can play a harmonica,
0: a guitar, a keyboard, whatever. You give them that tape and play. Right on. Right. Right on. That's the power. You know, that's funny that you brought that up because we talked about that the very first night we talked about doing this was to give a platform to not only the main stage uh, uh, musicians but the gentlemen and the kids coming up that don't right. have anywhere to get their music, don't even know how to get their music heard. Right. And we play, and that's when you said, you know, I want you to play everybody. Everybody. And you're like, if I tune it on and I hear nothing but Muddy Waters and Buddy Guy, i shut it down. Right. Give everybody a chance. And that's what we do. I mean, we have a really eclectic group of people who play. My shows, I play everybody. Could be new, could be old. Gospel? Yeah. you we know, play it all. You know, a lot of blues
1: licks come from gospel, my oh, man. Yeah. And I heard you talking to Rob, uh, Bobby a few minutes ago mm-hmm. about lyrics. If you listen to lyrics, eating jazz and blues, he's telling you about a good time or a bad time. Mm-hmm. Right. Now if you that's haven't right. had a bad time yet, just keep living. Keep living, it's coming. It's coming. Exactly. If you haven't mm-hmm. had a good time yet, keep living, I think it's coming. The exactly. good Lord made a way for all of us. And sometimes a bad experience is good for you because that you make me know how to treat people better than I probably would have. It wouldn't have had, but uh, that's the way it is. Because I've seen something. I've seen young people ain't got no way to play so I said "Well, right. I'm over my club and I'm gonna have a place where y'all can come in and see now the law was once they couldn't come in but we passed the law here yeah, now if you can play you can't stop a child six years old from coming down there and he can play okay
2: yeah nice mm-hmm. now, now I want to I want to add I want to add something to here just this, okay. this time because he was asked earlier about what are some of the things that that the people don't know. Let me tell you something about you may not know about Buddy Guy. This ain't everything. are a lot of things I don't know about it, but here's what I do. There was a place on a home one in Madison Street called Curly's Lounge.
3: Yeah.
2: Curly was my friend. When Buddy came to Chicago, Curtis asked me, Curly asked me, said, I got Buddy Guy coming, what do you think about him? I said, man can play. Let me tell you something. I never said this to him before. I went by Careless after Buddy played there for a few times. On the bandstand, there was a hole in the wall with his footprint. True story now. <laughs> public don't know about this. So I'm telling <laughs> where Buddy was, get up and he would play. And he would kick the wall. Boom! Kick the wall. And I would sneak in sometimes playing out of the wall in the corner. He didn't know I was in the building. Okay. And to come to see him because they said, man, you got to go see this man kick the wall. <laughs> That's what he was telling me about Buddy. I so I sneaked in and caught it. So okay. one day I went by and he wasn't there. I said, okay, let me go in and see this place where Buddy be kicking the wall. He said, yeah, I can see that man. He said, you don't know tore my damn wall down. His whole foot. This is the true thing. Now, I, ain't it's the I ain't never seen somebody. I
3: ain't
2: never seen somebody, but I know There was a yeah. hole in the wall on the stand where he kicked the hole in the wall every night. He put his foot put on that wall. Yeah. Now he was young. He get his foot real high. He was about this high, right up here. He was kicking way up there, man. Yeah. That yeah. ain't
1: never been told. Oh, no, buddy. I can't him for my That ain't never I been told oh, but
2: And I, I had know. to stand up to tell you that yeah, because I, I ain't never told I, him
1: I, that. I remember that. You know, and also, I remember once Curly told me B.B. Uh, King was playing in uh, Gary and Adam. And I said, you know, to give you a boost, I think I can make, invite B.B. King over. And he vetted me that I wouldn't get him to come there. Yeah. So I went to Gary and I caught, uh, uh, to catch B.B.'s show, and I said, man, I need you to do me a favor. And he said, who I got to kill? <laughs> and I said, hey, I just want you to go show this guy that you, me and you good enough friends to come over there. So he had four o'clock license. So B.B. didn't finish till about one, and Gary and I put him in a van, and we was just rushing to get there, and we got there about, about three.
0: And
1: Play I was poor. Yeah, and I didn't, I didn't let BB come in with me. And he he met me at the door. Say, say, say and I, He looked at me. Saying, I told you you wasn't gonna be able to get him over here. You wasn't that. You ain't that strong. Mm-hmm. And by the time he said strong, BB walked up. And he said, I'll be damned. He said, I want you to get drunk now, but I'm going to give you the I want And we went up and sung for about 35, 45 minutes. Nice. Cool. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, Those are the stories that are
1: I swear I heard the back door slam I got a sneaky suspicion You got another man You done me wrong Our love is dead and gone But as far as I can tell and your sister on the south side of town but your sister called this morning said you never came around yes you're doing me wrong our love is dead and gone but as far as I can tell
6: the blue I've been hurting this way For so damn long
1: Misery and pain Still coming on strong As long as I'm breathing And my heart's still beating I got my story to tell I know the blues is alive and well <laughs> Yes, it is. i uh-huh.
0: Topic or question we didn't ask you tonight Do you want
3: to share with your,
1: your fans, your listeners? The yeah. line is I want my listeners to listen to you And this radio so they're going to get the, uh, the truth about What's going on with blues music Compared to the rest of the music That's being played a lot And why they're not playing Blues about it. Once I thought blues lyrics was too Almost too Close to profane mm-hmm. Until hip hop came out and that's why I can go to the stage now and tell them, about the, every time I say shh sh- or something like that, I get a standing ovation. And sometimes I'll be trying to explain on the microphone like I'm talking to you now, and somebody will be interrupting me and I say, "Shit, if, if I get a bigger ovation and do what I'm playing, because they say they want to hear the truth. And you run in your mouth, I can't hear the truth about him because I like to tell the truth about White America didn't know who Muddy Waters was until there was a a television show called Shindig coming I mean, right, in the 60s. Right, right. And the Rolling they was trying to get the Rolling Stones right. to do it, and Mick Jagger said, I'll do it if you let me bring Muddy Waters. White America said, Who in the hell is that? They didn't know. And he said, You mean to tell me you don't know who Muddy Waters is and we named ourselves after one of his famous records, Rolling Stone. And that's when Muddy finally showed up on the television show. Before that, it was kept quiet on and Lou Rawls called it the chitlin' Circuit. Right, right, right. And when them British started coming here saying, wait a minute, we playing the blues of Muddy Waters, Howlin' Wolf, Little Walter, and all those black blues players, and people were saying, Let me see the colleges. Right. Let me see who that, that was. That's when they started inviting us to the college. Right. And then they say, "Oh, now I can see where it come from." And that's when yeah, a lot yeah, of the white, white, white college kids start coming out here supporting us with the blues.
2: Well, let and me to say, be
1: honest with you right you now. If you go down there right now, you got as many whites or probably more whites listening to the blues than was and black. Let
2: Absolutely. me say before I close this up. Thank you, buddy, for having the foresight of doing this radio station. Thank you. Because what you doing now? Is passing on because just a few years back from now, white people didn't know who Bobby Rush was.
3: Yeah,
2: it ain't been that long, but you are saying better than anybody. Yeah, but but this extent to what is going now by your relationship with me and you, my friend, and your friend, and you can take it further. We got to leave something for young people to hold on to. Right. You you follow me? And I and I thanking you for what you have done, what you're doing what you plan to do because this station and your idea of it is going to make a dent in this world about the blues.